Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Lauren Dar became Manager of Operations and Marketing for Zachary Tinkle Racing. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana-owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowned.com. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for being a member and all that you do. I can't wait to hear the story of how Zachary Tinkle Racing got started and you have so many different facets to what you do. I'm just really, really excited to talk to you. I'm excited to be here. You, uh, we've been members for a short while and we've enjoyed every minute of it and we love everything that Indiana owned is about. So thanks for having us. Well, for those that aren't familiar with Zachary Tinkle racing, which, oh my gosh, everybody should be fill them in, tell them what they're missing. (laughs) Well, you're missing a driver that is currently racing in the, um, entry level of NASCAR, um, who has worked his way up from go-karting since he was about 11 ish years old. Um, up to NASCAR and we expect and hope within probably about five years that he'll be at the top level of NASCAR, which is the cup series. That's incredible. That's incredible. Has he loved racing since he was little or how did you know that he was going to have a future in it? Um, I tell people that he actually came out of the womb wanting to race because he would, um, even when he was a little baby and frankly, couldn't even talk yet. He would sit in the pumpkin seat and you would flip through the channels on the TV and he would throw a fit until you went back to the, the NASCAR stock car racing. So that was our way of keeping him calm when he was little. We literally would have to record races to keep him happy. <laughs> As I'm sure you know, with little ones, there are just mm-hmm. some things that you just acquiesce to and do. Yeah. Just to yeah. keep the peace in the household. You know where right. I'm coming from. You pick your battles. <laughs> yes. Um, and so then, you know, when he was around five or six and we lived in, um, the, in Greensport, um, in the Hagerstown area, he begged us to go racing him. We were going to take him to the Newcastle, um, track over there. But at that point in time, I think they do rent carts now at that point in time, you had to buy one and, um, it was at least $5,000. And I thought, well, what if I buy a cart for this kid and then he ends up not even liking racing so we didn't do it at that time and then we moved to Chicago for about seven years and when we first moved there there was a rental go-kart place that we found and he just took to it I mean we were shocked at how much talent he had people would come up to us and be like he's really talented and we were like oh okay we didn't know anything about racing so but yeah, from a young age, like even in the car, he would, we would be riding down the highway and he would say stuff like bit truck, bit truck, and we would have no idea what he's saying, you know, and then you're trying to decipher what little kids are saying. And, um, we finally figured out he wanted to race the semi trucks on the highway, the big trucks. Aww. So he's, it's just always been within him. Um, and he went from go-karting to the mini cup stock cars. And then he was in the late model car and everything that he's been in thus far. Um, he's won races and championships in and, and just done well. And so we're just going to keep riding the wave 
uh, as long as we can. And how old is he now? He's 19. 19. And you live in Speedway. So you are living, eating, breathing. You're doing all things racing. For those that aren't familiar with what it takes to put a race team together, kind of fill in the blanks there. You know, we see the cars go fast around the track, right? Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We hear about what a, you know, spectacle it is just in the sports arena, right? And we see these amazing race cars, but people don't know what kind of money, what kind of personnel is going into these teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with the late model team, um, we, he raced for one team for a year and then we decided to form our own team. Um, and so you would have anywhere from six to eight people on a regular basis that I would be dealing with. Um, you know, you finish racing on a weekend and Monday you're ordering parts um, and uh, dealing with a crew chief and a, a car manager and making sure that you have pit crew so that you can change the tires or deal with anything on the car if it goes wrong during a race. So minimum, you usually have around six people at a racetrack um, with, with us when we were running kind of a skeleton crew because we were not definitely not the highest budget team. Um, and so now that he's in the Arca series, it's up, up a level and he is racing for Wayne Peterson motorsports. And, um, uh, I don't know if you want me to to tell how he ended up on there or not, but operations wise with Wayne, um, it's kind of about the same amount of crew, but because it is traveling further distances and on higher profile tracks and things like that super speedways like the tires are more expensive so super speedway tires are like three thousand dollars for a set um the costs are elevated also um so to give you an idea zachary to race in like a mid-pack uh team would have to spend about a quarter of a million dollars this year a top tier team would be like 1.5 million dollars okay repeat those numbers for me uh quarter of a million dollars to 1.5 million dollars yeah okay that's what I thought you said that is a lot of money it is a lot of money it makes sense why you have so many stickers on all of these cars absolutely (laughs) right because you're you're building up and my goodness so what do you depend on to get Zachary out there on the track Um, we have funded him a lot on our own as much as we can, but quite frankly, we're, we're out there doing the best that we can with what we've got. If you want to talk about being an underdog team, it's our team because we're doing it bootstrapped all the way. Uh, we literally will go around and buy used tires from teams, um, because, you can get those sometimes for a few hundred dollars versus paying thousands of dollars for tires. Um, Zachary, quite frankly, he's not in the best equipment out there. He doesn't have a high powered, what they call an Ilmore engine is the brand name. He's in an underpowered engine, but he's getting all that he can out of the car um, with us doing all that we can to keep him on a racetrack at this point in time. And, and last year, if it weren't for the fans, um, doing a GoFundMe uh, for him. I don't know that he would have been able to stay in a race car um, for the rest of the season. Well, let's talk about what happened last year. You know, we had the chance to go see Zachary race in Anderson. Mm-hmm. What a thrill. Um, you, I've loved racing for a long time. I've missed very few Indy 500s 
you know, <laughs> since my teenage years, uh, honored to be the executive producer for the WIBC broadcast of the Indy 500, you know, just that, that thrill, right. But there's something different about being at those smaller tracks mm-hmm. and it's just because you're closer to the action, right? Yes. Like it, it's a different experience. And so, you know, we were rooting for him. We were so excited. You know, we helped sponsor the team. We were thrilled to do it. And then tell us what happened. My husband had a stroke and we had to shut down the late model team because we had no idea financially what our future would be. Um, and we made an announcement online and fans just started sending us messages saying, can you start a GoFundMe for Zachary? So we started the GoFundMe. And in the meantime, Zachary, you've met him, you know, his personality, he goes around, he meets people, he shakes hands. Like he's, it's like, he's the mayor of racing, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Yep. He's better than a politician. (laughs) So he, he's like, you get him at a racetrack and he's like, are you ready to race? He's excited to be there. So he's friends with everybody. Wayne Peterson had met him at Charlotte Motor Speedway a few months before. And he called and he said, I heard about your situation. And I met your boy at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Um, when I met him, he shook my hand. He looked me straight in the eye. He treated me with a lot of respect. And I've asked around about him. I found out he's a really good race car driver. And I'd like to put him in my seat at Berlin if, if he's interested. And I was like, well, he's got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up going to Berlin. And Wayne, every time Zachary races, he comes up to me and he's like, every time I see that boy race, he just seems to like, get better and better every time I see him race. So one race with Wayne ended up being, uh, the rest of the season in Arca and out of like, a, I don't know, 150 some drivers or something last year, he actually ended up 17 in the championship when we started the season and had absolutely no intention or idea that he'd ever race in a NASCAR race that season. Um, so we considered, uh, ourselves to be very blessed in that way. And quite frankly, Wayne, Um, was doing it at cost. Um, So if it weren't for the fans that helped pay for the tires and gas and Wayne just believing in Zachary and saying, let me keep, keep this boy in a car and help him get connections however and wherever I can. Um, If it weren't for all of that, Zachary wouldn't be racing right now. Now your title that you go by is manager of operations and marketing, which if you write that out, you can definitely get mom out of that one. (laughs) When you were younger, did you see yourself managing a race car team? I mean, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I definitely did not. (laughs) This is so far (laughs) from anything I would have ever envisioned. I always liked creative things and artistic things and dogs. Um, so no, (laughs) this was not anything I'd ever consider myself to be. Um, like when Zachary started racing the mini cup car, they literally called us the clown crew because Brad, his dad and I were the, um, we were his crew on the mini cup car. Yeah. We've never even changed oil in a car before. You know, that's what Jiffy Lube is for, right? Right. Shout out to, Jiffy, our, Lube. Shout out to <laughs> Jiffy Lube. Yes. That is what Jiffy Lube is for. Uh, so it was bad. It was really bad. They made fun of us. And so we went and educated ourselves in the off season one year with the mini cups. And we came back with a, a fierceness and won races and championships. And, um, it just kind of went from there. Um, but it's tough. I mean, you know, it is quite frankly, not necessarily a woman's industry. 
Um, and I remember I was the only female in the pits many times when um, Zachary started racing in the mini cup. And um, I, I still remember it to this day. One time I asked if they would open the women's restroom and I had someone scowl at me at the racetrack. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, it definitely was not anything I would have ever imagined when I was younger. Well, what were you going to be? be doing? What, what did, did I want to be? Yeah. Uh, something artistic. I, I like to write, you know, I have books that I've written and um, went to school for journalism um, and that turned into marketing and PR. So I really thought that I'd be doing something like that, not, not running a race team. <laughs> but I think you can, you incorporate your loves into the race team though. I mean, talk about, you know, yeah. your passion for pugs, for example, because there's always a pug. Yeah, uh, nearby when you see Zachary Tingle racing. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Um, I have a little bit of a background in pet fashion. I've written about that. And we have our rescue pug, Zuzu. And any pug that we've had, I always make sure that they have a tutu that matches his race suit. And sometimes I'll go get one of those like plastic cars at a big box store or whatever. And I sticker it up so that it looks like his race car. And, um, yeah. And so we've always just had the dog there or now that I can't take Zuzu because like at Daytona, they won't let the pets in and stuff like that. You'd have to have a motor home. Um, definitely. She can't be in the pits. So uh, I have a model pug dog that I put her tutu on. <laughs> and then that way I can sit it on the race car or I have it somewhere always around in honor of um, our pugs and pet fashion and um, all, of, all of those fun things. Well, and fundraising of. for those rescues are important to you too, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. We partner with Grateful Rescue for the Racing for Rescues initiative. Um, and we did our first drop at Halifax Humane Society. After everything that happened with uh, Brad last year and his stroke, and when we just sat back as a family and realized how blessed we were with everything that had happened, we were like, what we're not people of infinite means, but what is it that we have that we can do something with and give back? And so we have this little trailer that we used to haul his mini cup in and said, hey, why don't we hook that up to the SUV? And whenever we go to a racetrack, we could take a, a bunch of supplies to a pet rescue. And so that's what we did. And through Indiana Owned, I actually met KJ a while back and then she introduced me to Pamela at Grateful Rescue and we just all got to chatting about this and so they identify the rescue and um, help to collect supplies and we load it up and we take it so we had a really good drop at Halifax Humane and we're even getting people reaching out in other cities that we had not originally planned to go to but we're we're going to try and figure something out so Lauren Lauren what motivates you to do what you're doing um, seeing the smile on Zachary's face, I would say, I mean, you're a mom, so mm -hmm. you know what it's like, um, to see your kid have a dream. And so I have two kids. I have one that never knew she's, she's like 28. She still doesn't know what she wants to be when she grows up. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary is, he, he's, he's different. He's quirky. I admit it but he has always, always only wanted to be one thing that like, there is no plan B in life. 
And when you see him at a racetrack, I mean, it's hard. And there are days when I think, man, I'm so done with this. You know, I drove 18 hours back from Florida and I was tired, you know, Monday. And I think, why am I doing this? And then I see him get into a race car. And when he starts that car up for the first time, it is like pure blissful joy. And that so completely motivates me. And I'm like, okay, we got to keep going. We got to keep figuring this out. I got to get that boy in the NASCAR cup series someday. And I don't care what I got to do to make it happen. (laughs) Coming up the challenges and successes Lauren has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is local matters. Local Matters is brought to you by IndianaOwned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on IndianaOwned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana owned and operated. The owner lives here in Indiana and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, Indiana.gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana owned company. Take your picks. Send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. Use the discount code LOVELOCAL at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. We've been chatting with Lauren Dar, Manager of Operations and Marketing for Zachary Tinkle Racing. Zachary started racing in 2013 and Lauren, I know you have learned a lot along the way. What has been the hardest part about being a business owner? Uh, the hardest part about being a business owner, um, with racing, um, has been for us, probably the sponsorship side of the business. Um, the mechanical stuff, you can usually either figure it out or find someone to do that. But for us, um, that sponsorship piece, that's probably been the toughest part for us, um, and understanding that that's how motorsports works mm-hmm. um, and really kind of getting into the mode of, okay, um, a lot of people think of it, oh, he's a race car driver and you're in the racing business. And we take a step back and we're like, no, we're in the entertainment business and we need to bring value to sponsors. And so um, communicating that value has probably been what I would say is the toughest part for, at least for me personally. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you would do differently knowing what you know now? Oh, wow. Um, Probably. (laughs) I would say um, be slower to hire and quicker to fire. Oh. Um, Yeah. I I would say that there have been people that we have uh, tolerated um, on the team that, um, and, you know, some of it's attitude. Um, and you can't really have that. Uh, you've got to have people with good attitude and I'll take somebody with a lesser skill set with a great attitude any day over somebody that knows what they're doing, but brings a bad attitude because when it's hot and it's humid and it's 140, 160 degrees in that race car, um, you, you've got to have people with good attitudes out there that really want to be there and doing that job. 
what's been the most rewarding part for you so far? I would say the, the successes and the joys and, um, especially this past year, not necessarily the wins and the championships. Those are great, but we, we really had a, a wake up call to ourselves this past year and knowing how many people that I don't even know who these people are that support Zachary and his racing and realizing, you know, wow, I didn't even know these people that are at the top level of NASCAR. I didn't know that they even knew who he was and they're contributing to his GoFundMe anonymously and just the sheer standing back and realizing how blessed we are. What is some advice you would give someone that wants to start their own business? What do you want them to know? Um, I would want them to know that marketing is a huge part of it. A lot of people focus on their craft, um, but without marketing, you, it, it's just not going to work. It's such a huge piece and a, such a huge portion of the overall pie to running a business. Um, and if I can pat ourselves on, a bat, on the back a little bit, that is one of the things that I think has helped Zachary be successful because from a very young age, we had a website, we had a social media presence. He was participating in sponsor contests and, and things like that. He has an email list. Like most drivers, even in some of the upper levels of NASCAR, don't even have an email list for their fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are things that we did and worked on early on. And at the time, it kind of felt like just work. But now we realize it's starting to pay dividends for when we go to talk to a sponsor. Lauren, why does supporting local and being known as Indiana owned matter to you? Well, it matters to us because we're just Hoosiers. We're Indiana born and bred mom from Richmond. My husband's from Greenwood. And even though Zachary was born in Cincinnati, like Speedway, Indiana is his hometown Mm -hmm. period. Like I have pictures of him knee high on the spotter stand at IMS. And uh, when we lived in Chicago and he came to Anderson to race, he was like, this is my home track. This is home. So Indiana is home to all of us. And so that's why we appreciate Indiana owned and everything that you do. And I think when I first met you, I was like, I just think it's cool what you're doing because I love the idea of promoting Indiana companies. We have so many amazing people and companies and just everything here that the world, the whole world should know about it darn it. (laughs) I agree. I echo that statement for sure. Lauren, besides indianaown.com, where can we find out more about you and how can we support your business? Um, you could go to zacharytinkle.com. Perfect. Yep. And you're on, and he's on everything social. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. He's got some fun videos too. Yeah. Some funny videos on YouTube. Um, I made a cameo for appearance in his sorry not sorry Reese's commercial to announce that he was racing in a race last year (laughs) and just to clarify it is Zachary not Zach yes (laughs) (laughs) yes that is to clarify yeah hashtag my name is not Zach (laughs) there you go Lauren Dar, thank you so much for being our guest today on local matters and thank you for doing your part to create healthier stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Owned and Indiana.Gifts. 
It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about Why Local Matters at indianaowned.com. And if you're an Indiana business owner, join our community at indianaowned.com slash apply. I'm Mel McMahon. And until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local now at indianaowned.com.